Well, hi everybody. It's been a while. I'm Matt. Blizzard Watch plays D&D, also known as Matt loses his mind slowly because it's been, I don't know, about a year. It's been about a year since I did this. So, well, I, I did do a one shot. I did a one shot. So like, you know, it's I'm sure I'm months. fine. Yeah, it's been a big chunk of time. Anyway, uh, rather than go on and on about how I haven't done this in a while, let's um, introduce the cast of characters, so to speak. Uh, I'm going to use alphabetical order in our staff voice chat channel for this because I am lazy. Uh, <laughs> first up, therefore, is Anne. Hi, I'm Anne. I'm playing Mischief, a level 10 female tiefling rogue. Okay, uh, next up is Corey. Hey, I'm Corey. Uh, I'm back on Zelen, the elf fighter. Gim. Hi, I'm Deb. I am playing Medeal, a dwarf cleric. Joe? I am playing Willier Russpark, uh, who is just recently killed his chain devil doppelganger with the help of his friends and is unsure what's going to happen, but feels strangely more powerful than he did before. Liz? I am Liz. I am playing Kanahe, a water ganasi sorcerer. Uh, Andrew, although Andrew uses a different name, so I'm introducing Andrew way lower than you'd expect. Andrew? I'm playing Arison, uh, half-elf warlock. And finally, last but not least, definitely not least, definitely first when it comes to chaos, Mitch? Hello! Good to be back. Uh, I am playing a Kanku bard just wants friends. Ah! Yeah, but not, not normal friends, though. We've learned this. I want everyone to be my friend. Okay. When last we left, um, the as Joe pointed out, the group had just slain a chain devil that was pretending to be William Rusbark over a multiple year campaign, apparently. And Zelen, hi. Describe your perfect day when you were nine years old. Perfect day when I was nine years old. <laughs> you know, it would be a nice sunny day. This is uh, Zelen's perfect day, not yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice sunny day. The the light is gracefully trickling through the treetops. Uh, there's a slight wind. You can smell some home-cooked bread being made in a in a hut next to the one I'm in. You know, there's there's nothing going on. It's a, it's a nice, peaceful day. Good food, good friends, family. Speaking of family, uh, your father just walked into the room. Describe him. He's tall. He's very tall. He's tall for an elf. And he's been out working, and he's come home to see us and have lunch. And he's Hello. smiling. Hello, boy. He's, he says, Papa, it's so good to see you again. How is work? Work. Work is, well, it, it allows us to have what we have. Sometimes, like <laughs> you're young yet, he ruffles your head affectionately. Why don't you come with me? I need to find your mother. Sure thing, Papa. You walk outside. What's the area look like? Just describe it. Where Where are you? Uh, it's a small treetop village. Um, lots of treehouse style things uh rope bridges were about 50 feet off the ground okay you uh head down one of the paths uh, they're kind of intricately woven it's like the branches actually grow to provide a foundation for these w wood bridges which aren't planks this was all it's all apparently grown it doesn't look like it was cut uh, as you head down the path your uh, father turns to you and goes so what have you been doing Oh, I got up and I was learning some of the letters. And uh, later on, I was going to help bake some of the bread next door. The the baker woman said that she needed help. She was going to teach me how to do that. Ah, uh, Zalela. It's a shame what happened to her eye. What happened to her eye? I She never told me. To, you always told me not to ask about it. Well, it's an interesting story. Um, and as he says that, you turn a corner and there's your mother. Um, 
practicing on a dummy. She's got a large glaive in her hands, and she's slashing at targets, sweeping the the blade back and forth. Uh, at one point, she does a really impressive like flourish and actually jumps up into the air and comes down with the glaive, cutting one of the dummies in half. And then she turns and, and sees you and your father and goes, ah, what, are, what a surprise. I didn't expect to see you two. Mama, it's time for lunch. Papa came home from work to have lunch with us. Did he then? And she walks over and as she walks over, she takes her helmet off and the two of them embrace. It's not like, it's not like a florid display of affection. It's they're, you know, they're, they're familiar with each other. They've been together for a while. It, it's very restrained, very elven. Uh, then she turns and looks at you and goes, what's that in your eye? What do you mean? What's what in my eye? What do you, do you do anything? I, I'll kind of rub at the side of my face. You feel like the side of your face is, there's liquid on it. Uh, I'll take my hand down or in front of my face to look at what, what, what might be there. Uh, it's red. It's extremely viscous. Mama, what, what is this? Do you like? Are you, what are you looking at right now? The 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 fluid on my hand. The, okay. The liquid. Your mother says, "Do you need a hand?" What do you What do you mean? What What's happening? Describe what you're looking at. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hyper focus on the on the liquid on my hand, rubbing my fingers over it, testing it's the definitely blood. I'm gonna look around, see if look up, see if it dropped on me from above. As you sweep your head to look up, your mother's face is very close. All of a sudden. And it's desiccated, and there are no eyes. And she holds up a stump where her hand was and says, Did you take my hand? Ah, what what the heck? You feel another voice, and it's your father's voice again, except this time much louder and more commanding. Get behind me, boy. Except where your father was, there's now just a flaming axe floating in the air. I'm- I'm going to get behind the axe. The axe, without turning or moving, it doesn't, because it's an axe, you feel it focus its attention on you and go, wake up! What do you What do you mean? What's happening? Make a uh, wisdom saving throw. Oh, and because we didn't cover this, you can you can use the uh, in-game one, or you can just tell me, like, if you have dice at home, you can just roll them. Whatever you want to do. I'm trying to use the, the in-game one, but it's not rolling. Well, I mean, you're trying to use the one for uh, the D&D yeah. now one? Yeah, um, uh, that's a 15. 16. Okay, 16. All right. Uh, you spasm and you feel for a second something is like digging in and then you wake up and you're on the deck of the ship again. Like you're standing and the ship is plummeting, is heading straight down. I'll look around. Uh, do I see any of the others? Yeah, everybody's like standing there, kind of stock still, not moving. I'll rush to whoever's nearest to try and shake them awake. Okay. Give me one second. Okay. Uh, the person who is nearest to you is Fizzle. Ah! Fizzle, you are on a throne. <laughs> it's made out of gold. You think you're not? I mean, you're not a metallurgist, but it's it's a nice throne. It's huge. There are a lot of Kenku around you, like small ones, tall ones, little ones, big ones. Some have like magpie coloration. Some are much crowier. A few are almost like blue jays. Uh, they're all standing around, and, they, and like in unison, they all go, Kaw! 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 And I love them. Like one chant begins to come, Fizzle! 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 I, I don't know what exactly it looks like when the Kenku cries, but it's happening. I love it. Next to you is a, a 
Kingu, who's interestingly dappled, like some of his feathers seem to be going gray or white. And he turns to you and says, Ah, all yours. Thank you. I. I? I? I. And uh, I, I kind of point, um, and like I point at myself, like I. He reaches up a hand, and as he reaches up his hand, you notice for the first time that it has extremely long talons, much, much bigger than most Kenku who have adapted wings. And he points at his eye, and then slides the finger in to his eye, and plops it out. Does he look like he's in pain? No. I, I kind of tilt my head, like, and just, like, look at him, like, what do you want? Like, what's, like, Suddenly, I'm, I'm curious. I'm not, like, scared, but I'm kind of, like. His beak now has jagged edges, and he turns back to you and goes, ah, where is my eye? I, I definitely jump back at that point. And, and you kinda... wake up at that point, because Zelen is shaking you. Zelen! Fizzle, we we're falling. We gotta wake the others, take the ship, stop the fall. At this point, uh, you see a dwarf who's covered in like grayish skin, and most of his clothes have been burned off, climbing up from the ground and saying, "Okay, <sighs> let's try that again." It's uh, Medil's cousin Malachi. I don't suppose either of you can run a helm. Ship? Need a spellcaster. Can you cast spells? Spells! And I shake my head up and down. Spells! Alright. This is ludicrously dangerous for you, but I'll be fine. Go sit in that chair. Chair? <laughs> he points at what was the big seat of the ship. The one. My, my eyes there. light up as I kind of just recollect the throne. Like, mm -hmm. this, maybe this is my chance. Maybe this is my throne here. And yeah, so I... Uh, I kind of walk up to it, um, or like not walk. I, I, you know, kind of sprint to it a little bit, and uh, I don't even look at Zelen. I'm just, I'm so distracted by the chair. Okay, Zelen, what are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna go wake up Willier. Okay, Willier. Okay. The last day you remember before you woke up in that volcano. Uh, we actually in the glass thing on the ship, leaving the volcano. Uh, what was it? What was that day? I would have been preparing for classes at that point. I would have been trying to get a curriculum together for uh, my class on interplanar interdimensional travel and, you know, the cosmology of, of the multiverse and things like that. Um, I would have been trying to basically just bur buried in work and hurriedly trying to uh, make sure everything was perfect because my reputation as a uh, good professor uh, I, it means more to me than my family name. Okay. Nerd. He 100% he is, he is <laughs> that is exactly what he was. He he was he was a nerd before an adventurer. Okay, so describe the place you'd be doing that. So it would have been in it would have been in my my chambers which we've already visited before. Uh the only difference is it didn't have chained cages on the wall like the last time we were there. Um but it would have been a like a, a simple stone circular room with a large wooden table and a large chair uh sort of like with the the back of it facing the window so I could t take the uh, 
Maximum use of light, scrolls and books kind of strewn everywhere. Uh, the walls lined with books and test beakers, um, a couple astrolabes, um, a, the prototype of like some scrying device that I was working on to try to figure out how to look into the other planes without having to travel to them um, that I never was able to get quite right, but was is supposed to be my magnum opus. Um, and it's just it's a mess. It is it is 100 percent what you would expect to see uh, in like a a scholar's room that of a gnome that is not exactly particularly neat. Um, there's just, again, stuff strewn everywhere. Uh, there's probably half eaten meals, um, things that have just been forgotten about and kind of tossed into like the side or the edge of the table um, as he's like scribbling and, and writing down on a parchment and trying to get things uh, going. He might have uh, a little like familiar type thing, uh, like a quill helping him around with that. But that's, that's really about it. As you're kind of, it's strange because you're doing this, you're you're taking these actions, but it also feels incredibly nostalgic to you for a reason you don't understand. There's a knock at the door. Ooh, ooh, mm. uh, yeah, come in, come in, please. Uh, mind your feet. Uh, I, I kind of look up. A halfling woman enters, a uh, little taller than you, like by like a couple inches. Um, says, uh, Professor, uh, you don't remember me maybe, but uh, my name's Jiza. I'm in your class on, on extra dimensional study. Uh, uh, you are unfortunately correct. I have no idea who you are, but if you're in my class, you are welcome. What can I do for you? I I had a little question for you. I, I just need a hand with something. If you don't mind, uh, give me a few minutes. Um, well, I, I can't exactly leave my work. I'm trying to get everything ready for the start of classes, but if you have questions, I'm more than happy to answer them for you. And he kind of like puts his glasses, his business on and kind of like looks at her. Yeah. She walks over. She's, um, I don't want to say unremarkable, but very like almost stock, like stock castings uh, idea of a halfling, like just straight up hair braided back. Uh, very, you know, gives you very much the impression of a halfling. She's not wearing shoes. Um, and as she walks into the room, she's, she's clearly, you know, dressed in the usual university of Piedor, um, you know, outfit, not, not a uniform as such, but you know, everybody wears pretty the dress much code. the same kind of robes. Yeah. You know? And as she walks in, she's like, I was just uh, studying up on the, the infinite battlefield of Acheron that you were supposed to be going to, to, to start teaching us about. I don't remember that being on the curriculum. Was I, I, I start hurriedly looking through papers on my desk. I, as you do, your device, the scrying device that you've been working on that doesn't work yet, mm-hmm. flares to life. And in it are the tumbling rocks and giant cubes of Acheron. Uh, oh, wh- huh? That doesn't work. That hasn't worked in three seasons. I don't I, think that's going to be a problem for you much longer. You hear a much deeper voice. I look. Is it coming from her? No, because she's not there. What's there? Some kind of sprinkle, like, man, mangled up, mixed together, massive chains writhing around. It's an interesting device, Professor. I'm going to ask you to leave, please. You're going to ask me to leave? Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to leave. Thunderwave. Okay, go ahead and cast it. Uh, it's got to make a con saving throw. No, he doesn't. He counter spells. Okay. Huh. Take him. Three uh, bone devils appear. They literally operate into the room, and one of them casts a spell on you. In make a saving throw. What type? Uh, wisdom. Uh, well, I have advantage on that. Yep. Uh, 21 and 24. You fail. Okay. Jeez. As you fail, um, you feel your body lock up, 
and the chain devil, which is what it is now, you're you're fairly certain, writhes its way over to you. I'm glaring at at it very heavily from my held place. It studies you and then gestures, and there you are. My eyes narrow. You'll never really understand, but I want to thank you. You've gotten me one step closer to it. Does my mouth work, or am I completely frozen? You can talk, I believe. I spit at it. It seems completely unmoved, but one of the devils turns and goes, Where's my eye? And you burst away with Zelen shaking. Where are we? What was Zelen? Zell? What's going on? We're, here. We're still on the ship, but it is falling, and we are falling with it. I, I look around. The, the half-dead... Uh, undead dwarf. So I guess three quarters dead. I'm not sure how dead that is. You could just say Mabel's cousin. Mostly dead. Malachi is like, I sent the bird to sit in the throne because I can't at the moment. My eyes grow wide. You did what? Trust me, it's not going to matter. The ship ain't going to go anywhere. I I don't think you understand, friend. Um, I look around. Is everybody else like frozen? Yep. Um, We'll deal with that in a minute. Zell, let's you, let's get the rest. Uh, he turns and, like, touches Medeal. Medeal, you remember, like, the day you decided you were going to leave, that you couldn't do the blessing job anymore? Yes. Your father is there. And he's like, I cannot believe you're going to waste everything. It, it's not a waste. Of course it's a waste. Going off adventuring? You might as well just cut your own head off now. Well, it's not the first time you've told me about, you've said that. I can't do this. Suddenly, a half-dead version of your cousin, Malachi, just appears. Not, no time for this. And he touches you, and you're awake. Um, uh, uh, could you use a little healing? You can't heal me, remember, undead. Anyway, uh, anyway, uh, I, guess you, I guess you could cast Inflict Wounds, and that would help. But I, it's not, not important right now. I got to get all these people close around me. Uh, We got to be near the throne where your crazy bird person thinks he's going to pilot the ship. Uh, But the throne's dead. It doesn't work. The ship can't go anywhere. We're just going to crash into the ground. There's nothing that can stop it. So we all need to get over there so I can stop it. Wake people up. Uh, Oh, okay. Each of you, who do you you wake up? Um, I'm going to wake up Mischief. I'm going to shake Mischief gently. Okay, Zell. I'm going to wake up. Uh, let's oh. see. No, you can, only, you, you can get one person. You oh, okay. Mischief. I'm going after Mischief then. Okay, J- Zell, Zell and William, well, who are you doing? I'll get Kane. And then I will get um, Andrew's character, which I can, for whatever reason, Arizon. Arizon. All right, Mischief. Yes. You are standing in the town you grew up in, but it looks weird. And you realize why it looks weird. Some of the buildings you remember aren't here. And some of them that you do remember and that are here are new. Huh. Am I me? Like, am I? You, appear to, you appear to be yourself, just huh. as yourself. Uh, you see a small tiefling child with, like, r- like very similar to you. You know, he looks a lot like you, but with slightly redder skin and longer hair than you had at that age. Um, running. And she's, she just seems to be running, not like running from anything, just running as children do. Hey. She turns. Hey. What are you doing out here? I'm running. Yeah, but there aren't any other tieflings out here, really. No. Nobody wants to play with me. Well, I mean, I'll play with you, but... Really? Yeah, sure. Okay. What do you want to play? Um, 
Let's play tag. Tag. Yeah. And then I poke her and go, tag, you're it. And then I run. No fair. <laughs> she starts chasing you, but she, she obviously is. She's much younger. I, she can't I, catch you. I am not running full speed. I'm, yeah. I'm doing the mock run. <laughs> gotcha. After like a little while, like she finally catches up to you and manages to tag you. And then she runs off and you do the same. You chase her down and tag her. Uh, she she's obviously at this point tired, so she stops and goes, "I gotta, I gotta breathe for a bit." Oh yeah, no, that's okay. That was a good game of tag. Thank you. Uh, people around here don't really like tiefling. Yeah, I know. I grew up here. You did? Yeah. That's that's weird. Long time ago, but I left. I mean, I kind of had to leave. Why? Eh, the guy who my mom married. Only, well, she was sort of my mom. She was one of my moms. It's really complicated. What was her name? Um, Maybe I know her. If I remembered, that would be good. You can just make one up if you want. I remember it was either Rebecca or Rachel, but we kept using different ones. Oh, Rachel. Rachel. She, she looks like a little... That's weird. Why? Well, my dad made us move here when I was born because I don't look right. Yeah. Because neither he's not a tiefling and my mom's not a tiefling and nobody knows why I'm a tiefling. Oh. And my mom said that she she knew some tieflings and that they have names that they pick. Yeah. But dad said, no, I don't get to pick my name. I'm going to be Rachel, just like he said, just like his mom. But then he got drunk. Like He always gets drunk. Huh. I what? wanted to be reckless. But then I wanted to be caution. I kind of wanted to be both. Huh. Because you got to be careful because dad gets really mad. Yeah. And he tries. He didn't. He doesn't. He doesn't hit. He doesn't hit. I've seen parents that hit. He doesn't hit. But he gets really loud. And he yells at mom. He calls her things. Yeah. Because it's her fault. Yeah. Because she didn't tell him about her family. I don't think you look like a Rachel at all. I didn't think I look like a Rachel either. I think you look like. A reckless and a caution, all mixed up in one. Yeah. Sometimes I, you know, I don't have any other friends, so I talk to, I just make somebody up and talk to them, and we go on adventures and stuff. Really? What do you call them? Oh, it's weird. Lately, they're like, there's this elf, and he's really old, and there's a bugbear lady, mm. and and she gets really quiet. Oh no. Oh no, what? He got. He found us. Who found us? As she says that, you there a shadow ca is cast over you. I and turn you look, and look. And it's the guy your mother married. What are you doing here? He's 12 feet tall. Yeah, I don't care. And he has <laughs> bat wings. And his, turn, his skin is bright red and he has horns. Well, that's a little different. And as you're looking at him, you realize he's not the man your mother married. Although for a second, he certainly looked like it. He's the guy you saw in the temple when you were ran through the portal into the ring plane oh no great finally what i found you well maybe i didn't want to be found yeah that's why i had to find you you were you were avoiding me yeah that, that's how that works yeah anyway uh he reaches out to grab you <laughs> i dodge out of the way or try okay. to make a yeah you gotta say make a deck save deck save okay that's way better than I expected. I thought when he said anyway, I thought he was going to start playing Wonderwall. 25. After all, you're my Wonderwall. 
as he reaches out and he says that odd thing, you're suddenly awakened. Um, Medial is shaking you. Whoa! Since Medial hey. is shorter than you. Yeah. Hi. Um. What's going on? The the ship is going to crash. Wow. And, yeah. And Just noticed that my, my hair is going all over the us, place. Yeah. My 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 cousin wants us up by the the. Who put you the know, bird on the throne? He put the bird on the throne. Oh, it, that, Lord. You know, that sounds like... I just, I, I would like to, you know, for the record to note that I am just over there, like, waving my arms around, like, if you could see my face, my beak is, like, you know, I'm smiling. I'm super happy to be at the throne, <laughs> even though we're crashing. And I'm so... Anime sparkles. <laughs> it, yeah, I am just having the time of my life. Yeah, the ship has begun listing as it falls. And um, it's actually picking up speed. So in a way, it's exhilarating to sit there because, like, the wind is going across your face and you can smell, like, sparks as they go by. Yeah, it's it's something. What happened? Uh, the undead uh, Malachi goes, I think we did chain team and kicked on the... He used all the ship's power to jump us here. Oh, <sighs> great. Yeah. Uh, okay. Conahay. Yes? You are sitting behind a desk. Okay. You don't recognize the desk or anything in the room. There is a obsequious guy that you last saw selling you things in a in a mercantile shop in Marsara, who's like, and that's all the profits. That's that's everything accounted for. It was an amazing month. Where are we? He looks around. We're we're in your office. She just sort of looks, you know, like kind of left, right, up, without moving her head. There's literally a pile of gold <laughs> to the left. It's a gold, a platinum, some silver. It, it's actually like the, the kind of thing you would expect to see in like a caricature of what rich people look like. It's literally like pirate treasure just dumped in the corner. Uh, could there's you swim chests. In it? No, but you could definitely wade in it. Not as fun. Not as fun. Okay. Good month. That's, uh, yes, very acceptable. There's only one thing missing. <laughs> He leans back in, and now his face is like like withered and skeletal, and he's missing an eye. Like I, I'd like my eye back now. I, I. <laughs> and <laughs> as that's happening, uh, Zelen is shaking you, and you're awake. Oh, I like this place much better. I am not a desk person. You hear the crunching sound of the big main main mast giving way and ripping off the ship as the speed of the descent increases. I'll look up at it, and I'll say, Watch I still like this see. better. Still, <laughs> this is better. Okay. Uh, while Zellen fills you in on what's happening, the last person to get awakened is Arizon. Arizon, you're in hell. Okay. You're literally in hell. You are, you know, there's, like, chains made out of, like, screaming flesh attached to your arms and legs, pulling you in all four directions. And Mephisto... No, sorry, Mistopheles himself, the, the demon, is standing there in front of you. Hi. Welcome to Eternal Damnation. All right. And so this is the feeling that I'm back there, right? Like, No, like, you're literally, you, you are physically there, as far as you can tell. Yeah, but like, I remember being there before. And now I'm This back. is, yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he just screams out again, like, oh, no, not here again. Do you not want to be here? No, I've been trying to run away from here for long time. How did I get back here? He gestures and the screaming flesh chains drop you. Well, you're free to go then. Instantly, I'm looking around, trying to see where the exit 
is. Oh, in order to leave, you just have to do one thing for me. There's, he's like squinting, knowing that it's never easy with them. Give me back my eye. And you're wo- you're shaking you're shaking awake. He breathes like sigh of relief. Like okay, that that was just a dream, a bad moon. You look up and you see the flaming rocks smashing into each other all around you, and uh, Vrock flies by in combat with something that you don't recognize. And yeah, stuff is happening. Uh, friend, we are getting out of here. Hopefully, maybe I think I'm not sure. Let's go. It looks more like we're going down. Well, let's get to the throne, please, everybody. Right. Okay. Bubbles! Malachi yells, and literally coming through the deck of the ship is a giant ape in a top hat and circus outfit. My friend, he has a new hat. Hey, Bubbles. Uh, He picks up Malachi, and then he looks over and sees Willier, and he picks up Willier and walks towards the throne. (laughs) I like your new hat. Bubbles. He gets to the throne area where Fizzle is currently having a great time. The rest of you have all managed to like get into the area. He puts Malachi down and Malachi goes, okay, this is going to be tight. It's going to be real tight. Bubbles, make yourself as small as possible, buddy. Bubbles nods and takes his hat off. (laughs) That's what he thinks will work, I guess. And then he kind of folds himself up around the area as much as he can. And Malachi goes, this is my last one of these. And uh, anybody who's got, um, you know, I forget what's called the the spell knowledge one. Arcana. Thank you, Arcana. Anyone's got Arcana can tell he's casting Wall of Force. Oh, um, hold hands, everybody. Stay tight. Oh boy. He makes a literal sphere around you all that actually goes down into the deck of the ship. So he's literally cutting the ship in like around you. And as he does this, the ship just continues on its path, and the Wall of Force is basically just there inside of it. It's being support it's basically the the deck of the ship is inside the sphere just the chunk of it that you're standing on it's it's a very tight and he he's like okay all right (sighs) okay this is gonna hurt (sighs) but not as much as it was gonna and this is large right it's 10 yeah he 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 is crammed in here real tight and is he uh uh enlarge reduce on him to shrink him go for it well i'm gonna do that because i'm going to use my last fourth level spell to also help by casting Autolux Resilient Spear around us. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Okay, so, well then I cast Reduce. And as I see Bubbles shrinking, I, I look at Malachi, I give him a very um, somber nod, and I put my hands out, and you guys just see like this crimson sphere uh, start to like emanate forth and encompass us all uh, since we are essentially count inside of that large square as we're all crammed on top of each other. Uh, it it's still going to hurt, but it might hurt a little less. So many balls. Just as you realize that whilst caution and reckless were with you during the fight, they're not here now. You don't see Moms! them. Uh, just as you get that realization, a large one of the larger chunks of rock has been approaching steadily, or more accurately, you've been approaching it steadily. It's now very close, and you are heading right forward at maximum speed. Wait, we have to get my mom's. And before anybody else can do this, the ship hits the rock, and the sound, it's the second loudest thing any of you have ever heard. The loudest thing you ever heard was that volcanic eruption, so Arizon didn't hear that, so this is the loudest thing Arizon's ever heard. But the rest of you is like the second loudest thing you've ever heard. As the ship smashes full-on into the rock, Malachi grunts, 
as the wall of force is rammed into the rock at something like 600 feet a second. You, you, in your, your resilient sphere, you feel the pressure, mm-hmm. but between the wall of force and the resilient sphere, no physical force can enter into the sphere right now. And its magic is also dampened. Nothing, no spells can get in, which means that the magical flames that are surrounding this portion when the, the ship explodes also don't get in. Everybody make a dexterity saving throw. 20. 27. 15. 12. 13. Hold on. My... That was a natural 20, by the way. Ooh. 20. 26. Mine, mine was okay. a dirty 20. Okay. Uh, since everybody got above a, a 15, except... Conahay and Willier. Willier got a twelve. You guys each take. Hold on a second. Conahay, you take four points of damage. Uh, Willier, you take two points of damage. Okie dokie. Uh, you just crack into the bubble. You're all right. Just, just you took that little bit of hit. Everybody else, you don't take any damage. Concentration still intact. Bubble still okay. up. The bubble is now rolling because you're now you're on this enormous chunk of rock. It's got its own gravity, and you're being rolled down from the impact and the the gravity because it's kind of like up on a hill of the of this enormous chunk of rock there's a super monkey and, ball joke in here somewhere yes <laughs> i was wondering if anyone <laughs> noticed that uh after like about 30 really unpleasant seconds in which uh everybody needs to make a constitution saving throw oh boy oh boy great yes is this magic yo nope, it's just a straight up con save <laughs> you are being shaken in a giant ball well, I apologize for whoever I just threw up on. Oh I, boy, yeah, me too. <laughs> hey, we're I, in the five. We're in the five squad. I got an eight. Did anyone succeed or even roll reasonably well? I got, I got an eighteen. I got a nineteen. <laughs> okay, anybody who rolled over a ten, you're fine. Anybody who rolled under a ten can decide between throwing oh, up over a ten. Okay, sweet. I got an eleven. Okay, then you're fine. Over a ten is you're fine. Under a ten. You're not feeling great. You feel sick. You're gonna you're gonna have a couple rounds of disadvantage for a bit. It's okay. okay. We're not in combat, so that doesn't matter. It, it does kind of matter, actually. We're because not in combat yet. <laughs> I, I know. I was. I was. That was. I'm joking. Okay. As as you guys roll to a stop, you see four of those giant bird things that uh, I'm gonna say that both Arison and Willier would recognize as rocks have landed. One of them points at the sphere and casts a spell which you recognize as disintegrate <laughs> oh god oh, crap which um, takes out the wall the wall the globe around you disappears immediately yeah i don't even have anything i don't have any counter spells left i'm i am scraping the bottom of the barrel here yep uh before we sorry really quickly we did not get a long rest before any of this right nope okay just double checking no we went we went we went from combat to this um, I, I thought so, but it's been a while. I focus to keep the sphere up as long as possible to absorb the disintegration, knowing that it is going to shatter. But hopefully, that it will take all of the the brunt of the disintegration, and then we won't be we won't get hit by it because I well, don't actually, have very many hit points left. The disintegrate spell just takes out the wall I, of force. It didn't affect the uh, sphere. So the sphere is still up. It just took one of the yeah, two yeah, spheres. Yeah, Otox resilient sphere is still up. Uh, the wall of force is what got disintegrated. Disintegrate just cuts right through a wall of force, but it, it also, doesn't. It also yeah. does cut through right through an auto loops resilience here. Yeah, but it can't cut through both of them. Right. I'm just making sure we're on. Okay, yeah. cool. So I'm still holding the, the sphere up. Yeah. And you, you see like blood coming out of like my nose and my mouth. I'm like, I am really Mal- bad. Malachi's like, ah, for, 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 for. 
And he takes um, out of his bag the eye of Vecna that you guys all thought you had. Hey! I'm a thief and I work for a demon lord. What do you want? Yeah, I'm a thief too. Why'd you thief from the thief? Because I was going to give this to my patron. Great. <laughs> but We have bigger problems from, from than gritty, you from have gritty, from gritty teeth. Didn't you give it to your patron and it wound up back here anyway? Well, no, because my patron's Orcus. He wants it destroyed. But uh, watch this. And he pops it into his eye socket. Oh, no. Wait! And then he looks up and the four of rocks just vanish. And then dust drifts down onto where you guys are standing. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, you there with the axe. Cut off my fucking head. Okay. I drop at this point I have to drop this the sphere. It's yeah, been it's been long that's enough. Fine. I'll think about it for very bend, little time. He bends his head okay. down. Go ahead, make an attack roll. Would, you, would it be I was gonna say, would it be considered with assistance since he's you know kind of laying his head out? Yeah, well he doesn't you can roll again and see if you get a natural twenty if you want. I was gonna accept the twenty four though. I got a twenty five. Alright. Um the axe seems pretty eager to do this and it like literally slashes in and whoomp his head comes off and then you notice both his head and his body disintegrate as well. Like go up in smoke. And what's left is the eye. I grab the eye. I, I want to try to grab the eye too. Okay. I will tackle Fizzle. Okay. You attempt to tackle Fizzle. Fizzle and uh, Mischief, both of you make dex um, checks. I'm going to say if you've got acrobatics, you can roll that. Okay. To try and get okay. to the eye um, before the, the other one. Hold on, I got to go back to my character sheet real quick. Remember, you, you all said, have disadvantage on this. You said it was uh, acrobatics or what? Acrobatics or a straight dex check, whatever's okay. better. But did you succeed or fail in the save, the con save? We both failed the con we both save. Failed, You're yeah. both at disadvantage <laughs> because you just got shaken up in a monkey ball. Well, then I, I would be at 10 there. All right. Mischief? 24. Okay. Will your... You're not going to need to roll because his roll was so bad that I'm just going to say that you successfully tackled him. Fair enough. You're pinning Fizzle down. Mischief, you have the eye. You really want to put this in your head. No, you don't have to. Stuffing it in the bag. Okay. The in the bag, you see that the hand is still there. Good. I shove the eye in there too, and close the bag. Bubbles looks confused and small. Bubbles, where did your friend go? He bubbles. He vanished. I didn't vanish. There's a ghost standing there. Well, now what do we do? I don't know. I'm dead now. My problem. You were dead before. Well, I'm really, I'm really dead now. Look, I needed to use the eye to kill those things because there wasn't any effing way any of you were going to be able to do it right now. You're all messed up. Well, yeah. I'm going to come back in a day or two when Orcus, you know, plucks me out and sticks me in a new body. Uh, but I don't. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be in the abyss. So, yeah. Um, my guess is you need to find wherever he was trying to go because he was trying to go here. And he took my ship and put it here for some reason. Uh, he used up all the damn ship's throne charge to do it. So, yeah, I'm kind of mad I lost my ship. And all my crew. You're a good boy, Bubbles. You take care of my monkey. I look at him. I Okay. Um, didn't we kill the chain devil? Yeah. It's a devil. He killed it on the prime material plane. It just Man. goes back to hell. And then, you know, from hell, it's just a hop, skip, or a jump here to the infinite battlefields of Acheron, which are named because they're such nice places. So we have to do Wait, this again. say that again? The battlefields of Acheron? Yes, you are in the infinite battlefields of Acheron. Just, or Acheron. You don't have to keep calling it the infinite battlefields. I just like to because I'm flashy. Uh, 
my dream state i remember when he came for me this is what he was showing in the in my my machine that didn't work but then all of a sudden did work um yeah this is going to be and william just sits down i'm tired i'm very tired wait you had a crazy dream wait moms and then i go running off to go look for moms the uh necklace around your neck goes where are you where hey hi we're um Acheron. Acheron? You're on Acheron? And then you hear like an, the other voice as as Reckless chimes in. How the F did you get on Acheron? The chain devil teleported us here? Why didn't you come? I have no idea. Where we're are cur- you? Currently, we're floating in the ocean after a really harrowing couple minutes trying not to die. Great. We no. just had the same kind of thing, except that we're here instead of the ocean. Um, Can you get out of there? Uh, we, we called uh, your cautions husband wife. She's my wife, not my husband wife. You know, whatever. I don't know how it works. Uh, anyway, okay. yeah, they're they're gonna get here. They've they've chartered a boat. We're currently on an island. There's a volcano. <gasps> That's where we were gonna go. Careful. Watch the it volcano. out there. <laughs> yeah, watch out for the volcano and and keep an eye out for any um dragon. Okay, we will do that. Yeah. Also, the inhabitants of the island aren't necessarily the most friendly. All right, um, we'll come Be to careful. you as soon as we get. As soon as uh, Alan gets here, we'll we'll uh, try and get to you. We we have access okay. to some plane shift spells. We should be able to get to you. Okay, good. I, I'm glad you're safe. I look at everybody. I I think before we do anything, we need a long rest. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Above you, you see several gleaming golden figures with. Beautiful, scintillant wings, uh, fighting some kind of twenty-seven-eyed ball that right. has a big central eye and then like twenty-seven eye stalks. So, like a beholder, but yeah, um, there it's firing all sorts of rays at them. And you know, one of them, you see one of them, you know, get speared through by a bolt of green light, and then another one screams and f- flings itself forward like a thunderbolt, and then you know they drift out of your line of sight because there's smoke everywhere because all ple- bloody plane of existence is on fire. I um, I can I can give us a safe space to rest. It's gonna suck. You need healing? Yeah. Hey Medeal? I'm on it. Alright, and while they're doing that I start preparing for uh casting Leoman's tiny hut as a ritual. Okay. So ten minutes pass. Uh Medeal, how do you heal him? I am going to use Cure Wounds at maximum. I still okay. have spell slots, so that's a fifth level, 5D. Okay, go ahead and roll it. All right, this is math. Five <laughs> times eight plus four. So 44. Well, uh, yeah, you take that, 44 points of healing. That puts me almost at max. Thank you. Yeah, as the, the energy fe- you know seeps into you, it, you, it feels a little strange. You've been healed before. You've had healing magic cast on you before, but here it almost feels like it's stronger or more pure in some way. Because we're on a primal plane? You're not sure. Um, that would be my guess as a scholar of the cosmos. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll pop the dome up, and uh, everything outside of the dome becomes hazy for everybody. I don't think I've done this for everybody yet. Um, so it is like a, a dome that comes up over us. I kind of tint it so that we can't see... Outside, outside, can't see in. Spells cannot come through it or out of it. 
So you're matching it to the rock around you? Matching it to the rock around us, exactly. Okay. Um, so to you guys, it looks like you are standing inside like a somewhat translucent dome that's the same color as the various like brown, purple rocks around you. We can still see out of it, but seeing into it is a pro- is going to be a problem for anybody unless they know specifically where they were. This and and I I thank Medil. Um, yeah, thank you very very much for healing me. Thank you all for everything. I'm really I, sorry we all got dragged into this. And I look at Fizzle. I, I was going to say I like walk you. up while he's doing this, and I put my my um, feathers like or wing kind of around his shoulder as he's saying, I want to thank you all. Like, that's what I'm like. You're welcome, man. And I look at Fizzle. I want to like you. I, I don't know why you are so bent on chaos, but I'm going to warn you that if you go ahead and try to do anything with that hand or eye, I will do whatever I need to, to protect everybody else here, including taking you and me out. So your choices are be cool or be chicken. I heard taking you and me out. And I was like, Rawr. Just kind of like blush a little, and I'm like, that sounds take, fun. We're gonna take me on a trip, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still smiling. Nice I'm still s- smiling with my arm around him, like that does sound nice. Maybe I will try to go for the hand uh, or I. But you don't hear that. You just know you made a threat. Anyway, and, uh, then, uh, and so, then we have eight hours. <laughs> so during this downtime, um, things keep floating around outside. Zelen, the axe in your hand is literally vibrating. Like, you can feel it. Not good. Or it might be good. I saved you from that thing, didn't I? No one else can hear this, just Ellen. What do you want? You've been saving me. You've been helping me. You have to hold it. What is it? I don't want to be an axe anymore. Do you not know what I am? Like, seriously? Am I not famous? We identified it for him, didn't we? Yeah, you identified it with an identify spell. So we know what it is. You might know what it is. He doesn't... He just was like, ooh, cool, pretty axe. I mean... I think I would have explained it to him if I did know, but I'm guessing I didn't know. Also, it's an artifact. It doesn't have to tell you everything when you cast an, an identify spell. Fair enough. It. That's fair enough. It. Yep, 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 yep. But you know, it's you know, it's an axe. If you if he asked you, you could tell you you could tell him what it is. But right now, he's just standing there staring at his axe. Unless you're speaking out loud, you don't have to. It can hear what you're thinking, but you can speak to it directly if you want to. I think I would have been speaking out loud. Okay, so, will you, you hear him say that? Friend, are you okay? What? Huh? Oh, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. Who are you talking okay. to? And my eyes narrow. I'm just talking out loud. And I look at everybody, and I say, All right, I think it's time we, in this eight hours that we have of safety-ish, we cut the bullshit. No more secrets between any of us. We've gone through far too much for this. And we are very clearly bound together until... Bubbles, you're a good boy. I like you. You're perfect the way you... And I hand him back his hat. Puts his hat back on. Wobbles. He's still small because no one said yeah. they were... In- yeah. No, no. He, uh, needs, he, needs, he needs to be small for the duration. Yeah. Like he, actually, I guess uh, technically he's medium-sized because he's normally yeah, large. Yeah. So I got to keep concentrating on that. Yes, please. Yeah. Otherwise, the bubble will burst. <laughs> he can He can also uh, just go out of the bubble. He could. He can walk out of the bubble, yes. Um, But I don't want him to not be safe since I have nine creatures that I can protect. I might as well. I tell everybody about the dream I had and how it was not really a dream, but a memory that was then invaded by what I can only assume. My character knows about the hand and eye of Vecna. Yeah. Um, and I say the artifacts are calling to us. Vecna wants to be made whole. And I look at Fizzle. That's why I don't want you to have it. You will not be Fizzle anymore. You will stop existing. Have it? Rah! No. Fizzle, Fizzle would die. 
Then no friends, because you'd be dead. Do you have our? Does does Fizzle have Arcana? Uh, yeah. What level? Wait, what do you mean? The skill Arcana, knowledge Arcana, I think it's called. I'm not sure if it's just called Arcana or what. Oh, not the actual like the the plus four thing. You've got a skill. Is it got a black dot next to it in Arcana? Oh, is it proficient? Sorry. Are you it's, proficient it's in it? Half, it's half filled. So he's got, have he's it a bard. bard. Yeah. All right. What's what level is it with that? What's the number? Uh, Probably give me I'm a five not... or a six. What's your plus? Int Arcana. It's, plus, plus it's a plus four. Okay, it's a plus four. That's enough for you to know that he's probably right. If you put that thing, based on what the warlock did, the warlock put the thing in his head, used it, and then immediately had them kill him. He wouldn't have done that, you know. Even though he knew he'd come back, it's not fun to die. And I look, I look at everybody else after while while Fizzle's mulling this over. I tell them what happened with that, and I look at Zelen. Tell me what's going on. Tell us what's going on. We're in this together at this point. And I, I gesture wildly at the planes of hell around us. In for a penny, in for a gold piece. Lay it out or or be gone. I don't have time for somebody that I can't trust at my back. I'll, I'll explain everything going on with the axe. How it's been talking to me. How it helped us uh, spot the ambush from the forest. I look at how him. It to be made whole. Can you ask it if we give it another body? Will it not stop trying to assume your physical form? The Tell the talky-talky gnome that I'm not trying to assume your physical form because you're an elf. It says it doesn't want my body. Oh. And that you talk too much. I do talk too much. Thank you. If you need to take me to the Temple of Galia, the War Goddess. It wants to go to the, the War Goddess's temple. I don't see a problem. I look at everybody as I'm saying this. I don't see a problem with that as long as we all get out of here. No. Oh, bloody hell. Look, can I talk through your mouth for a second? Okay. You just got to let me. <laughs> I'm, just imagining, a- I'm just imagining the scene for Lilo and Stitch where Stitch puts his finger on the record. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, putting his finger on the axe and opening his mouth. Devil in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Mischief is laying on top of the bag of holding and she's got like some rations that she's just eating, like that gif of Jessica Fletcher eating popcorn <laughs> as all of this is going on. I'm actually going to say that the rations are like, you know, popped beans of some sort. Sure, they actually not? are kind of like popcorn. Nahe is going to go over and sit next to Mischief and like grab pieces of the popcorn offer, like one offer. at a time. <laughs> not even looking at Kanahe, just like hand yeah. in the bag that way. <laughs> we're watching, we're enjoying the drama over here. I, do you do you do you let it speak through you? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. There's a shimmering moment, and he doesn't open his mouth like like Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> he does. He does change dramatically. Like everything about Zelen's posture, the way he carries bearing. Himself. Yeah. yeah. He goes. All right. My name was Carnathes. I found a city named Tel Carnathes. I was a hero. I saved the world from a bloody great giant dragon, and then I died because the bloody great giant dragon breathed poisonous death fire on me, which they do. Don't don't let them breathe on you. They they breathe. What was the that. dragon's name? Yeah, some fancy <laughs> name about being a giant monster dragon. I don't remember. Oh, okay, I was just wondering if it was the same dragon we knew. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking in his memories. Yeah, that's that's what it was. That thing. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, well, so we're yeah. familiar with that dragon. Unfortunately, yeah. yes. So my people didn't want to lose me because I'm like really great. I, I do a lot of great stuff. Well, I did. Then I died. So they stuck me in this thing. 
and the axe like flares into life like for a moment. And now I've been used by lots of people over the years to fight evil and I'm tired. I don't want to do it anymore. I just want to get tossed. Just take me to the temple of Galia. So you don't want to do it anymore. We don't want to do this anymore. Well, to be fair, you ain't actually done it yet. Yeah. Yeah, we still have Technically. a little, We've only killed the devil and traveled a bunch of planes. So you just okay. want eternal rest? Question mark. No, I want like to be a dwarf again. Oh. And you know, if that means being a dead dwarf, like I don't know, they seem to be dead people floating around. I don't know. Sure, whatever. Do I do I know anything of the story of that name? Like I have, I'm proficient in history. Oh yeah, it's not a secret. The town of Telkarnathas is like the biggest dwarven city on the face of uh, the Riatan. It's it's the place that Medial's family escaped from because they didn't want to. They wanted to like you know live near boats and do stuff like that. A lot of dwarves leave it because it is astonishingly regimented. Uh, it's got a a caste system that's crazy hard to deal with if you're not a dwarf, and even if you are a dwarf, yeah, it, it's not great. But it it's basically it was built on the edge of a giant volcano that dominates the center of the continent. And the reason it was built on that volcano was literally because this is where that guy died fighting the, the, the dragon Monarchum of earth in the volcano that it created when it came through. Um, it makes volcanoes when it comes through, basically it just, it needs a big volcano to come out uh, during the process of killing it. Uh, a whole group of heroes died. They all had magical weapons of tremendous power and all that stuff. You know the deal. Mm -hmm. um, but Carnathaz died in the fight, and his people were so choked up, they were so like, oh no, we can't lose our great hero, that they, they used a magical ritual to transfer his soul into the axe. And, oh, how many years ago was this? Um, close to 4,000, like oh, when the Riatan okay. was founded. So yeah, we're like, short, of a, short of a divine intervention then. Well, that's the thing. Um, Galia is a god. Mm -hmm. A goddess, technically. But you know, you know, you're not entirely sure what if 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 this what he wants can even happen. But he wants to go to the Temple of Galia. That's what he keeps saying. Well, I mean, Willier knows from working at the university, some of the high level like resurrection stuff has time limits. Mm -hmm. Like true resurrection is a spell he he knows of. He can't do anything with it. He's never seen it performed, but he knows that it's a two century time limit. So he like that's why he's yeah. a little confused. Um, you basically, we need you, basically you would probably need a wish spell. Yeah. Um, which, which ain't easy to get. No. I, I look at everybody. I don't see a problem giving a hero what they want. I, I look, does anybody object? Like, if he's helping us clearly, and if we can get out of here and get him back to where he wants to go, then maybe he can get what he wants. Why do you got to get out of here? I want to go to the Temple of Galia. Is the Temple of Galia in, on this plane? Why wouldn't a war goddess's temple be on the infinite battlefield? Oh, true. Okay. Huh. That is a very fair point. Hey, if we take you there, do you think maybe we could get some help getting back to the place that we need to go? I mean, do you have some kind of war priest or something? Well... We have a deal. Uh, hi. Well, you're a priest of Galia? Uh, no. Uh, what are you a priest of? Now you gotta make me dig that up. <laughs> Hint, you're a war domain cleric. Yes, I am a war domain cleric. You are a priest of Galia. Oh, okay. I set that up on purpose. <laughs> when you decided to be a war, when you decided to be war domain all those months ago, this was where we were going. <laughs> well, all right then. Yeah, sure, that should work. Well, can you? Yeah. I mean, I guess the, I look to the group. What do we do first? 
where well, first y'all got to take a nap. Looks like you don't look I, beat to shit. I was about to say earlier, like a little after um, uh, Wilbur told me about the like, you know, kind of convinced me I was just a little sad and disappointed. So I sulked off in the corner and cast catnap on myself. Um, so I've been asleep for a lot of this. But I mean, do we go to the temple first or do we go after the chain devil first? What way you got to go after the chain devil? He's in hell. This is Acheron. You'd have to travel the planes to get there. Zell, you can talk while he's doing this. You can interrupt him to talk yourself. You're not but helpless. The chain devils oh, seem to okay. want something here. Yeah, but you don't know what it was. It's true. I mean, you could just wander around the infinite battlefield looking for it, I guess. I mean, that's that's one thing you could do. Or you could go ask a god. You know what? I mean, if we're going to a temple of Galia, maybe Galia knows. Just uh, from personal experience, she's got a really weird sense of humor. That's putting it out there. She, I mean, she likes war a lot. I don't know. That's... I used to like war a lot too, but after four thousand years of being somebody's axe, I'm kind of tired of it. Uh, yeah, I can imagine that. What happens to the axe itself if you're not in it anymore? I don't know. I never got out of the thing before. So I think well, we've been a good axe so far. Yeah. Hmm? I didn't well, hear you. Been a good axe. Yeah, I'm good at being an axe. I don't want to be an axe though. Well, maybe if we if we help him out, then maybe the God lady will give you another weapon. You know, for helping. At this point, the axe, you feel it fade out of you. It's like it's done talking. This is more than it's talked to anybody in a long time. I I think we should get some rest, and then I think we need to find the temple. Does okay. anyone know their way around the plains of Acheron? The axe pops back up. I can get you there. Oh, so you're like a guidebook as well as an axe? No, but I know where Galia is. I can feel her at all times. Oh, good. That makes things a little easier. Handy spell. It's not a spell. It's just the state of I, being. I'm, I'm an axe. Axes are weapons. Weapons are for war. She's the war goddess. When, as soon as we got to this plane, I could feel her. Okay, then. That's probably why, you know, she, you're all alive. Because that, that dwarf buddy with this, that guy was crazy. There's no way that should have worked. But I did like cutting his head off. That was great. And I, Willier looks defeated. I hell. No, that part was fine, man. But I'm talking when he put the thing in his head and shot four of rocks with it. He should have been like Gonzo. Like I don't know how he kept from you know immediately his cack. Like I am Vecna. <laughs> because he didn't. Because he didn't have the hand on us at the same time. Eh, maybe it's that demon prince he served kept him from getting possessed or something. I don't know. Orcus does hate Vecna. Yep. <laughs> I'm really on, tired. Orcus does hate Vecna. <laughs> All right. Uh, at this point, the axe has said what it said. You guys have made a plan, so I'm going to say the eight-hour rest happens. Um, there's the throughout the night. Throughout the night, things fight in the air from time to time. Um, sometimes they march along the ground. At one point, a herd of cows walks past you, like just a <laughs> herd of cows. Is it the same cows from the other plane? Um, it looks like it might be. Yeah, they're all kind of on fire. Oh God! <laughs> are they on fire in a painful way, or is it? Oh, just no, remember they, like... they were they were like the the herd of fire. That was their whole deal. So yeah, they that called was their thing. Fire. They were just continuously smoldering cows. The ones we talked to. Yeah. Yeah. You you had a tongue spell or something. We have the the crowns. Yeah. Me and so, uh, Medil. The crowns let us. Yeah. The crowns let us understand that you cast tongues on me so I could speak to the cows. Yes. <laughs> I That's remember, right. I remember this. So they, they go wandering past. Um, you don't know where they go from or to. Right. In the Well, 
in the eight hour period, since calling it morning is weird when there's no real change in light or darkness, uh, you, you're all pretty much ready to go. Um, you start heading out with Zell literally holding the axe and then kind of using it like a dowsing rod. Yeah. Warm, cold, warm, cold. As you start heading through, uh, I want everybody to make a D 20 roll and tell me what you got. A gentleman's 14 respectable five, 19, 13, 12 natural 20. Oh, Okay. I'm gonna roll this one forever. We're setting that one aside. Well, this this isn't like a normal D20 roll. It doesn't luck that, check. It's not anything like that. It's just something else. Uh, as you guys are traveling, um, you do notice the the combat. See, does in fact seem to be eternal. There's just always another fight somewhere, but it's not that hard to avoid them. It's not like they they don't need to come looking for something to fight uh, because there's always something to fight. But you do think you are noticing there are a lot of either demons or devils in the area more than you'd expect for even for, you know, Acheron. Acheron is not in the hells. It's not a plane of, you know, evil. It's not like the abyss or, or uh Carceri or even hell. So it's strange that there are so many of them here. There's also an, there seems to be a, like an extended angelic presence. Uh, at one point, will you, you're certain you see a, a, a solar Ooh. up in the sky, fighting several demons at once. And doing quite well against them. Uh, and that would also explain why the healing magic was so strong. Okay. Yeah. I, I, do, the, about, I do the guidebook uh, thing and kind of put out, oh, there's a soul lock. <laughs> After about um, six hours of this, you seeing Crest the Hill is weird because you're like standing on a giant chunk of rock. The ground is, it's not like a normal place, but you, you get to an area and you see like in a giant bowl-shaped depression, uh, what looks to be like a strange dark stone structure with the top taken off of it and it's at an angle anybody with uh insight they actually have insight or perception as a, you know actual skill they, they've got a proficiency in make a roll not a say so, so just any role in insight any insight or perception if you oh, have okay. insight you can roll insight if you have perception you can roll perception if you have them both pick the one that you want to roll if know. you're uh, proficient yeah, you have to be proficient in one of those two. Okay. I got a nine because my dice hate me today. Fizzle got a 17? Yeah. Okay, Fizzle, the guy who can't tell anybody this, uh, you recognize this. Ooh. It's the middle part of that building that you saw the bottom of on the island and the top of when you went into the uh, into the, the uh, plane of Concordant opposition. What? You fought the Githyanki. Okay, I, I kind of like, I look at it and like tilt my head for a little bit. Like, I'm thinking, like, do I know this? And then I kind of go, rah, 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 building, rah, building, rah. and I start pointing at it. You would also be able to say the word Gith because we definitely used it when we were there. Yeah, but I'm not super smart. <laughs> Fair enough. Building. What is it? Yeah. Building? Yeah, that's a okay. building. Okay. Yeah. Uh, part all right. of a building. I can can I try to like use can I use performance to like try to mime it with my hands and explain yeah, it? Absolutely. All right. I mean you're a bard. You might twenty six. Okay. Oh, oh wow, it's the middle part of that building. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to you know, Fizzle did a really amazing interpretive dance and now you all know that it's the middle part of that that structure you've seen several times. We we just like cut forward to me going ta da like you know, that, that pose. 
Well, that does mean that we might have a way out of here then. You the think? axe is apparently taking you straight to it. Oh. Is this the temple? Is that what that building was? Huh. I don't know, man. I'm just an axe, but you can't hear it. It just says it in Zell's head. It uh, it doesn't. As you get closer, uh, you've you've you're now within like your very easy side of it. You see several of the glowing angelic figures have basically are standing around it. Oh. They're not hostile. They're not like they're not. It doesn't look like they're forming a barricade. They're just standing guard. And as you approach, they one of them notices you. Uh, this one is. Well, okay, go ahead and make a. I don't think. I think religion would be the thing. Anybody wants to make a religion check? If you you go ahead, even if you don't have religion proficient, go ahead and make a religion check if you want to. Twenty-one. Fifteen. Six. Yeah, I got a seven. Thirteen. Um. Every time the the cleric rolls a six on her religion check, I. <laughs> <laughs> I know of religion. <laughs> All right, we're going to switch those dice for a different one. Hmm. Actually, it's weird that a cleric uses wisdom, but really is ant. Yeah, I, I always was confused by that, too. Uh, so, Fizzle. Yeah. Again, once again, I hope you got a really good interpretive dance for this one. I will, don't you worry. The being in question is called a planetar. It is a large, glowing, angelic figure, kind of with, like gleaming silvery gold skin like and its wings are enormous and white and also feel like they might be made out of beaten uh electrum it's got a massive greatsword that it is holding with both of its hands on the hilt like point down into the ground it's not doing anything at the moment like it is it's just watching you guys come forward okay is, is do i i just that's from the religion check yes um so does it like? It, so, but we all see that, right? Like we would yeah, all see that. Everyone sees it. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna kind of slowly move forward because I realize it's not attacking us. Once you guys get within sixty feet of it, it moves one of its hands off of the blade, so the sword kind of like tilts on an angle, but is still pointed into the ground, and says, "Hold." Hold what? I mean, stop walking for a second so we can talk. Oh, okay. Rock, talk, rock. <laughs> oh, that's going to be that's going to be annoying. He gestures. Uh, you can make a wisdom saving throw to resist this, or you can let it happen. Uh, I'm gonna do a wisdom save. Okay. Nine. Okay. You feel strange for a moment, and he's like, "There, your curse has been lifted. You can speak normally." Rock. I don't. I don't know if I like that. Rock. Yeah. You guys will hear Fizzle say that. Weird. Oh, hey! I don't know if I like that either, but uh... his curse will re- his curse will return in time. It is an essential, it is an integral part of his nature. I'm simply suppressing it so we can speak. Oh, okay. Thank you. You're here to see the goddess. I think so. Yes. Yeah. There's the axe. Just... <laughs> I kind of nudge. Just shrugs. This I is nudge all forward. out of her wheelhouse. Yes, I see the axe. <sighs> I am Hotan. I serve the goddess. The goddess is a petulant asshole. But nonetheless, I serve her. Good to know. Is this her temple? This is the place that she currently holds. She'll want to tell you herself if she decides to tell you. What about the other two bits of it? I Again, she will tell you herself if she decides to tell you. Oh, okay. If I tell you, she will be irritated that I have spoiled the surprise. Oh, all right. He actually rolls his eyes. 
Is this just Ares from Hercules that we're about to go deal with? <laughs> I didn't hear that, but okay. I, it, I said, "Go ahead." Oh, I just said, "What? What? Sup- surprise!" He doesn't <clears throat> respond to that. He just—you get the sense that he's been dealing with this goddess for a very long time. Can we go then? If you wish to step inside, you may. I will tell you this much: tread carefully. She is not inimical. She cares more about life than you would expect for a goddess of war. But she is her mother's child. Who was her mom? Her mothers are Eben and the Dytrex in the form of the Dogtal. She has two moms? Yes. I have three moms. Yes. But you really only have one mom, who is three people. Sort of like this temple. Sort of like this temple, yes. It is interesting how these things work out, isn't it? It's almost like somebody's planning this from the beginning. It is like that, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, He steps aside fully, the sword's now, like, across his palms. You may enter if you choose to. All right. Zell, up to you. Well, we've come this far. Yep. I ride ride on Bubbles. Oh, you let Bubbles go back to normal size? Yep. Unless, uh... Bubbles Bubbles is a little depressed, but, you know, he seems to be keeping up as best he can. He does hoist you up, though. You don't actually. You don't get to ride on him. He picks you up and then just carries you in his hand. Even better. It's like Kang. <laughs> Mischief uh, follows everybody else inside. The inside is. It's still that strange metal and that weird stone that isn't quite stone. Um, those glowing tubes are all everywhere. Everything's at an odd angle as well, but it's entirely open. Um, you can see places where there were pillars that obviously got caught on both the bottom and the top. They're just kind of sitting there now. And in the center, reclining on what appears to be, um, oh, bloody heck, I can't remember the name of the demon, but it's a gigantic Goristo, a Goristo. Reclining on a dead Goristo is an enormous dwarf. She's like 20 feet tall, but very clearly a dwarf woman. Um, long braided red hair. She's wearing furs like just basically conan the barbarian style attire she's like you just dressed in as little as possible with without being you know naked and exposing herself um and she's eating something and she's basically it, it looks like a giant bone wedged in her hand and she's gnawing on it and she's just she sees you goes oh, rips a chunk of the meat off swallows it and tosses the bone aside oh you're finally here okay cool i heard there was a surprise Surprise! What's the surprise? She smiles and she looks at you. <laughs> oh, you must drive them all crazy, don't you? No, we're all friends. Friends! I, I nod I at her when she says drives them all crazy. Constantly. is side-eyeing Fizzle pretty hard. I'm she, thinking of all the times we've been friends together and smiling. <laughs> she stands up like she gets up off of the giant demon corpse and like walks forward slightly just well this is very unusual i haven't had visitors in how old are you again tiefling me yes you mischief i'm sorry i should have so used your name that was rude i'm 23 so 24 years uh what i look at mischief so did my moms come see you when they were a mom yes before they were a mom, really, I should say. I mean, a paladin. So somebody who serves a god. Hi. You? Yeah. Oh, 
I'm the one who has most mostly paladins. Most of the others have clerics. I, I, I interrupt the sentence and go, wait, so this is your grandma? Kind of, I suppose you could say that. Great. My or, family's just really or, complicated. Or a midwife, you could say. That would make more sense. Did you split her up? No, the, the that was her. She ah, There's a little thing called a... Well, we'll talk about that later. Right now, you've brought that axe because it wants to get me to unaxe it. Uh, which I'm not going to do yet. Because the dragon isn't dead, is it? The axe we does not respond. I part of my presumption, but I thought I guess technically it's not, but is it not a clone? The dragon? Oh no, it... no, 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 no. There's there's Verth, of course, the, the dark destroyer, the god. He, of course, is not dead, nor will he be by your hands. He's a god. Right. But Makes sense. the the Minarthnor Verth is his way around the prohibition. We're not supposed to go to that world again. And he gets around it by ripping a chunk of himself off and throwing it into your world where it f- crash lands on some hot molten rock and boom, new monster. Oh. I've wanted that thing dead for a very long time and it still isn't dead. Now, if I could just go kill it myself, I would. <laughs> I'd love to. I haven't been back home in a long time, but we're not supposed to go there. What so, if you went there and didn't tell anyone? Uh, I can't just go there and not tell anyone because if, in order for me to go there, I need to make a portal that I can pass through and anybody who can even light a candle with their will would feel me do it. Did you rip off the piece of yourself and throw it there? Like, he, like it does. That's a good question. And she smiles. at you, And then she looks over at mischief and then she smiles at you again. I don't get it. I uh, don't get it either. For once I'm for once I'm with the bird. Are ah! you, you saying mischief is an extension of yourself through her mother's. Let's just say I don't cheat, but I'm willing to nudge it a little. Um, I'm not quite sure I follow. You were never going to be born. You were going to die. That's why he picked your mother. That's why he tried to break her will. He didn't want you to be born. Oh. But he is merely a demon lord. I am a god. So when Grazit attempted to seduce your mother, I assisted her in escaping. Unfortunately... She found something in his keep. Oh. That something is a rather terrifying magical item. One of the most powerful and most capricious in existence. Is it like the hand I've got in the bag? No, no. Um, It's the deck of cards in your hand. (gasps) I look down. You are holding a deck of cards. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Oh cool! Oh no! This is this is where that article I wrote several weeks ago, or several months ago. So the bite is in the butt. What is what what is this? That is why you have three mothers. Oh, okay. It can do all sorts of things. Really? Yeah. And now, how do you make it, it do things? She holds up her hand now, and it's gone. You, it's now in her hand. Oh. I won't, this is out of actual concern for you. Oh. If I let you play with this, good things might happen for you. Uh-huh. Or you might die immediately. Oh, I'd rather not. Yes. Your mother drew a card, and that card gave her the thing she wanted more than anything else. And the thing she wanted more than anything else was to be three people. Why'd she want to be three people? Because she wanted to be human, but she wanted to be a tiefling. She wanted to be selfish. Restless and, and she of, wanted to be caution. Yeah. She wanted like to the be kid said things. in the dream. Yes. Oh. Well, Did you of... give us those dreams? No, I merely steered some of them. Like I steered the ship. 
I, I pat Fizzle. Yes, Almost yes. as successfully as you steered the ship, yes. I, I smile. Like, really, like, I'm so touched. Um, so we're going to go back and kill Adrian is what I'm getting out of this, and I'm fine with that at this point. It's the I least mean, we of the have to go hunt these things in the volcano anyway. Yeah, and we... If you want to get, if you want to get rid of those trifles in her bag, then yes, you need to put them in the volcano. Yep. Don't try to let a demon lord take them. They'll just appear back in your possession. It was very hard for me to do that the last time, by the way. Oh, that was you? I was assisting. Oh, sorry. Um, Are you going to keep talking all day? Uh, at this point, a lanky male figure uh, might be human, might not be. Uh, you're not sure. Comes out, it's wearing a robe, um, looks and goes, oh, oh, the mortals are here. This is risky, isn't it? You knew, Do you think I had a choice? Do you think I, I wanted to do all this? You, could you let us finish talking before you come walking in? All right, fine. Hi. Hi. I'm Death. Hi. Oh. This is, is Ionin, she says. He is not Death. He is merely the god of Death. Cool. I, oh, today is definitely taking a turn. Um. Yeah. You see. Oh, you! You're death. here. And he drops, like he drops down. Wow. I'm technically being held by the monkey, so he doesn't have to. He still does. He's like thirty feet tall. Oh. Hi. Hello. Um. Wow. You got back. That's amazing. Thank you. I think. Oh, you don't remember, right? No one I remembers. Remember fragments, and I. I'm just going to go ahead and ask, and and I explain the dream that I had that was more like a memory. And then ask, why would it want to come? Oh, um, it didn't want to come specifically to this point we're in right now. It wanted to come to Acheron, though. Uh, almost certainly because it wants to get to the Primal Gate. What happens if it gets to the Primal Gate? Galia, so it gets to go through to the heart of the Maker. Oh, it gets that doesn't sound good. To go to the center of creation? The center of your world's creation. Yeah. You ever oh, wonder the- why you... Let me put it to you this way. There's a lot I can't tell you because I'm forbidden from telling you by my father, who is, of course, simultaneously the creator of the world and a drooling, incompetent idiot. But nevertheless, I am forbidden to do, to do so. And by my father, who is my mother, by the way. That, that's how I felt some sympathy for you, by the way. Uh, oh, all that, of this is very complicated, but... But it would explain why it, he wanted to take over my life, and I put my head in yes. my hands. He wanted to take over your life because you were working on something that would get him to be able to scry Acheron. And exactly what he was looking mm-hmm. And if it got... in the pr- worst part is we're going to have to send you through the Primal Gate. That's the way you're going to have to get home. What? Yes, we can't just send you... Well, I mean, I could, but then you would be in a much worse position than if you take the Primal Gate. Oh, well, that's, that's great. Well, why? Why worse? Because if I send you back, I can't send you to where you need to go because anything close enough to the, the heart of the Maker, the magic would just become unstable. And you need to go to the heart of the Maker. And I'm guessing you would be more akin to, no offense, but throwing us, which might be slightly more unpleasant. Than- Essentially, if I pop you through any place that's even within a thousand leagues of the heart of the Maker, you will be killed immediately. Yeah. Oh! Have I if I send you... If I send you further away, then you could get there, but then you'd have to travel. Whereas if you go through the Primal Gate, you will be on the island. I, I've have I heard of the Primal Gate in any of my research into the, multi, uh, the the planes or anything like that? No, not the Primal Gate. You have heard of the Heart of the Maker, though. 
Okay. The island, the island of the Maker, is a mythical island where dragons are supposedly from. It's the one we were on because that's what I, I remember from one of our very first sessions when we were escaping. I hit, I hit that good arcana check. Yep. Okay. Within the plant, within the core of the island, within the the, the volcanic heart of it, the heart of the Maker is there. So then, how did we get there the first time? What's up with all the clones? I think mine was the clone. I think the rest of yours were ones out of time. Galia touches her nose. I've been thinking about this a lot. They all are you. I was the only one that didn't have a me because technically I was dead. You were dead, but you're not. You're right here. Yeah, he got back. I got back, and I don't know how. I think my consciousness or soul or something took over the body that was being generated? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, that explains a whole lot. And sits down on the Goristo. I like these ones. I have no idea what's going on. Um, Just point me at what we need to hit. Agreed. We are going to kill a dragon, and we are going to destroy (laughs) artifacts of an heinous nature. And then I'm going to travel to hell and finally kill that chain devil, because I'm very at it still. Uh, Oh, you won't have to travel to hell to kill it. It's going to come back and try to find me again? Yes, um, the he tried to invade the heart physically, but the Monarthno of Earth wouldn't let him. And I don't know if you've noticed, the thing is ridiculously powerful. Yeah, and I, yeah. I look specifically I, at death. How do I kill it for good? I, I have a, I have a question. Um, this might sound crazy, but do you think we could get the dragon on our side? Like maybe it likes sweets, and no one's ever brought it sweets, or maybe it just wants a friend. Ionan turns and looks at, at uh, Galia. I mean, no one's ever asked. It's Verth. Verth isn't evil. Verth is merely destructive. Verth likes chaos and madness and insanity and blowing things up. But he's not evil. He doesn't necessarily want the world to be controlled by devils. So you want? what do you want me to do? You want me to send them to Verth so they can ask him if the Monarchal of Verth will join their side. Y- yeah, that, that's, that's what, that's what you that want. Work? Will that work? Work? All right. She waves her hand. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. Fizzle's gone. <laughs> oh, okay. Whoa. I've, oh, um, um, not what I expected. You are in, it looks like kind of like a void, but a void made of constant explosions. Like there's like seething fire, primordial heat and chaos, but you're not being destroyed. Is, is there like a ground or am I like floating? You're kind of floating. Okay. And the, the horizon is shifting in black. And as you look at it, suddenly there's a white line that appears across the entire horizon. It's enormous. I, I kind of shield my eyes, I'm assuming. It's very it's, bright. It's not, the, it's not so bright that it hurts you. Okay. But then a white line gets wider and wider and wider. And then the edge of a circle, like a, an arch, appears at the bottom of it and then moves up. And you realize you're looking at a gigantic black pupil oh uh, it, can it, i can i still re- talk here i don't know can you uh hello rock rock hello hello uh, 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 uh do you are you oh, sorry what was the earth uh i can't remember the dragon's name they were going to okay, uh make a i'm gonna say an intelligence check because you're not very yeah. smart just d20 plus yeah. Sorry, I'm very bad about rolling. Which where is the intelligence one? It's literally what is your intelligence? Oh, there we go. There we go. Okay, it, yeah, I got a sixteen. Got a sixteen. His name is Verth. Verth. Are, are you Verth? Verth. Earth. 
Uh, are you Verth? No, I'm I'm not Verth. Are you Verth? Are you Verth? I'm. Are you Verth? I'm Verth. Uh, I'm friend. Friend. You want to be friend? It swivels, and you see the just the enormous size of it, Ooh. and it's it's got. The things on it are like scales, but they're also like feathers. They're black and iridescent, oh. and its head is enormous. It's like you've—it's just you get the sense of like looking at continents shifting as this thing turns to more fully regard you, turning its head to the side because its eyes are on the side of its head as it regards you. So this might sound crazy, um, but my friends and I want you to be our Friend, to to help stop the world ending because someone's doing world some... ending. The, uh, no, someone else. There's a, a demon. We, uh, it's trying to um, it's trying to get to some creation place, and it creation wants... world yeah. ending. Yeah, yeah. It w- you, will you be our friend and help us stop that? I don't know at what point I would like to do like persuasion at some point, if that's a possibility. Mm, We'll see what happens. It turns again. And this time you get the sense of a absolutely astonishingly huge mouth with very many teeth opening all around you. You are now in the creature's mouth. As far as you can tell the teeth come down, but they don't slam down. It's not like it's trying to bite you. It's like it's handling you with its mouth, trying to understand what you are. Okay, I am just gonna kind of not rock the boat here because I'm a little nervous, but I'm still kind of like this might work. Friend, what? Friend, friend, what? Friend, help. Friend, please. Go ahead and make a persuasion check, but it, you you'll get a bo- you'll get advantage if you tell me what you're doing, and I like what you before I roll. Or yeah, yeah okay. Um, up, tell me, tell me what you are doing to get this thing to to agree with you. This so, massive ancient thing from before time and space. And I'm still in its mouth. You're kind of surrounded by its mouth. You are surrounded by it. It is everywhere around you. Okay. Um, I One, I'm going to just kind of like sit still or like lay my body like flat or like... Uh... You're basically floating in like infinite nothingness. So you're kind of just bobbing. There. Oh, okay. That's right. Okay. I was thinking I was like on his tongue or something. Um, I'm uh, In that case, I'm going to just kind of like spread my feather wings out a little bit more and just kind of to give it a better idea of who and what I am and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to try to look as, you know, un, unopposing as possible, you know, kind of when you like put your hands up and are like, I'm a friend, um, friend. So I'm going to do that. And then I'm just going to kind of, you know, say, I, I get, I, I get not having friends. So, you know, it's, it's always nice when, when you do have a friend and I, I don't want the world to end. And I made new friends getting here. And I, from the, the sounds of it, you don't want the world to end, right? You like just you like chaos. I I don't know how I feel about chaos, but you like chaos. Um, I you, don't know how I feel about chaos. Oh, oh, okay. Well, me neither. But um, you can't have chaos without a world. Am I right? So maybe maybe we're friends. You know. For a little while, at least, and you just kind of see what it's like to be our friend. See, I'm gonna really make the check. Go ahead and make a check with. Okay. If you have Dang inspiration, it. now would be the time to use it. Oh, I already, I already did my rolls, but I might hold up. I can do. Hey, I can do lucky. I can spend uh one to roll an additional d20. Okay. 
I'm going to keep doing this. I want. I really want to try to get a good roll here. Okay. You want to spend all your luck on it? Go for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dang it. Okay. Last one. <laughs> okay. So then I guess my, my highest would have been the 19. For a very long time, you feel kind of disquieted by the fact that you can no longer see it or perceive it except it is a presence entirely around you. You're like, is this what it's like to have been metaphysically eaten? Uh, but then it pulls back and you can actually see all of it now. It is pulled back far oh. enough that you can perceive all of it. And it is simultaneously this gigantic reptile, enormous, with huge fangs and this scaly face. And yet its scales are almost like feathers along its body. And it has legs that are very bird-like. Oh, but it I, has... I really like the fe- like the feathery look. Like I'm yeah. kind of in awe of it. And as it looks at you, it shakes out a feather, like one of its feathers. And it like hurls its arm forward and sideways. And the feather shoots forth into the not into like the flaming nothingness around it and is gone and it looks to you and goes maybe and then it sends you like you feel it grasp you in one of its like the the metaphysical nature it's not literally physically touching you yeah it just grabs you and then boom you are back in gallia's temple all righty it didn't kill him she looks really astonished we should move should the be, channel now yeah yep Galia says, astonished as Fizzle reappears, it didn't kill him. Hmm. I thought for so sure we'd eat him. The friendship thing worked? Maybe. Maybe? I, I saw Verth, I think. I Did sorry. it look somewhat like you? That's what Eonin said. Like, it reminded you of yourself, but at yeah. the same time, a giant, terrible monster? It wasn't monster, but it was, it was big. I yeah. It wanted to eat me i think for a oh little. almost certainly it didn't though and yes. we had a nice nice conversation it like it, it threw a feather somewhere i don't I... oh they he looks at golly golly looks at him oh god and then there's like when she says that there's a momentary shimmer and like this strange face like of an aged woman appears around them for a second ah what nothing mother <laughs> oh all right and it vanishes and Ionan's like, I am so glad your mom did not notice I don't have any clothes on. Uh, anyway, I'm going to go back in there. And, you know, you when you're ready, when you're done talking to the mortals, you know, come on back if you, uh, bef- you want to. Before you go, um, how do I kill the chain devil for good? I figure you'd know. Oh, yeah. Um, do you have the ability to travel through planes yourself? Actually, yes. I, now I do. All right. Uh, I have that necklace. I um, yep. uh, Arison holds up his staff and says, uh, actually, I can as well. Well, if you when you fight him, uh, when you got him down, take him like I don't know, like concord in opposition. If you want to go there, you know the the, the outlands, kind of near Sigil or whatever. If you know where that is, we've yeah. been there. Yes, kill him there because that's like literally the middle of the outer plains, and then he'll be dead. I mean, you could take him to hell to do that, but I don't recommend that. How is it the middle if it's also the outer? That's a really good question, isn't it? I look at everybody. That was my okay, and I th- I think uh, Eidolon was his name. Uh, Ionin, yes, Ionin. Ionin, thank you. That is the validation I needed. I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, I thought you were going to ask how it is you came back to life, but okay, if that's the one you wanted, cool. Boom, I, he's out. Yeah, uh, and to nobody in particular said I'm not going to look a gift bu- gift second life in the mouth. Uh, okay. <sighs> All of this is very weird. So what do we need to do now? We got to well, go gotta through go the primal f- gate, right? 
you're going to go find the primal gate. Uh, going to have to kill the demon army in front of it, unfortunately. Well, you don't have to kill all of them. You got to get your way in, though. Um, currently, they're trying to break in and, and use it, but they can't. Uh, how how many demons. are there? I don't know, a lot. Oh, so we have to fight our way through all of it? Or sneak around them or come up with something. Uh, you know, you, you mortals are really good at that kind of sneaking around and doing stuff no one expects Ooh. thing. I'll sneak. I mean, I can sneak, but I don't know about everybody else. Oh, I'm good sneaky. I'm not a very good... Um, I'm much more of the loud persuasion. Yeah. Kind of mixed. Well, do you know what? She, like, reaches over next to her and, like, tips a chest over. And it smashes onto the ground and a whole bunch of stuff spills out of it. I'm sure some of that will be useful. You take that. Oh, thank you. Look, I got to go talk to my boyfriend. So y'all have fun doing what you do. Mr. Fwaggles or eyebrows, talk. (laughs) Well, I got to yell at him first before we do that. Because I'm mad at him for coming out here when I told him not to. Uh, But, you know, whatever. Don't be too mad. He was kind of helpful. Yeah. That's he's, he's a little too helpful sometimes. Um, oh, but yeah, um, I should probably tell you this. Uh, you should be looking out for Graz. He's gonna keep coming back until you. Well, we'll just add him to the laundry list of things we need to kill. Great. Well, I, you know, you don't have to do that on my account. I'm just letting you know the guy's gonna keep coming for you. He, oh. he's des- he desperately wants you. I look at I look at mischief. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna let. Him. Great, 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 great. Why I does start, he want? I, I start bardically singing under my breath. Grass gonna keep, keeps coming and he won't stop coming. <laughs> <laughs> he's quite a demon, don't they say? Everyone knows he won't play fair. Uh, anyway, uh, she turns back to you and goes, Well, remember that thing about how we're not supposed to go back? Right. It doesn't just work on gods. Oh, he's not supposed to go back either? Not unless he can find a way to get back. Is that why he's looking for me? Yep. Oh, so how do we kill him, kill him? Same thing? Yeah, actually. Same place, even? I mean, it'd work. I mean, again, you could take him to the Abyss, but I don't recommend going to the Abyss. I don't really want to go to the Abyss. You hear Iona yell, yeah, it's really not a good idea! (laughs) Why don't you go yell at him and we'll look through their stuff. Thank you. She uh, gestures as she walks away, and she actually transforms from a dwarf-looking figure to a tiefling-looking figure. As she heads back. That was cool. That was a thing that happened. I go to the pile. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's pile time. I've already um, done this on most people's character sheets, but you basically get the equivalent of a thousand platinum pieces. Oh. There's per person. Oh. Wait, a thousand platinum? Yep. Per person. I already put it on your character sheet. I don't don't have a thousand platinum. I don't have have a thousand platinum. I have my 428 from before. Yeah. You sure? Mine yeah. says 228. Okay, I have a thousand platinum. I'm pretty sure I did, in fact, make these changes. So if they're not there, that's interesting. I'll just, I, I'm already in it. I'll just add it. My, I'm maybe I'm looking in the wrong place. I don't know. It's in the inventory under currency. Oh, oh, okay. I have mine in notes. That's why. Yeah. No, I put it in currency. You should yeah, have. Mine was not there. I just added it. All right. All right. So each of you get a roughly equivalent of a thousand platinum. It's not all platinum. Some of it's metal. You don't even know what it is, but there's about a thousand of it. There's also a group of six black cylinders with strange metal tops on them. They're in a box and the box, because you have the, the comprehend languages hats, the box says, you know, 
uh, you know, flashbangs used for suppression and disorientation. What are these? Um, we found those. In, we found the box of those in the first temple. The oh, first thing. Okay. Well, those will be useful. <laughs> you distract a whole demon army. Do you think this is enough to distract a whole demon army? Also, uh, Corey, when when you're looking through it, Zell, the axe grumbles for a moment, and then like your hand reaches forward and pulls out a belt. <laughs> I think I know which one this is. <laughs> the belt is no, you don't. You're wrong. Okay. Uh, the belt is a belt of giant of fire giant strength. That's what I was expecting. Oh, okay, I thought you thought it was a belt of dwarven kind. No, because you already gave him the dwarven X. I was like, eh, it's going to be a belt yeah. giant kind or something like that, or giant strength. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's already on your character sheet, by the way. That explains what this belt came from. Yep. And because that makes your bracers useless, I also gave you a pair of gloves because you had gaunt- you have gauntlets of ogre power, but. The belt of giant strength is way better. Okay, the bracelet of rock magic. Yeah, you you can't wear that and the ring and and belt at the same time. But you did get I did give you the bracers of rock magic in case you wanted to switch from the ring. In addition to the canisters grenades, because that's what they are. There's also a small ring. Mischief looks at it. Does it fit on any of her fingers? Uh, I you just put it on. Well, can I will stop mischief if I see her going for it and cast identify. Oh. This is a ring of greater invisibility communal. Demon armor army. And that definitely seems like a mischief item. You think? A little yeah, bit. I will, I've, it basically functions as a ring of invisibility, except that it casts greater invisibility and it can hit up to eight people. Cool. Okay. However, it will not oh. also get eight people and bubbles. Oh no. But there's only just... six of you, so. I just realized I can actually cast greater invisibility. So yeah, there you go. Okay. I'll put, I'm not. I don't have the ring made yet. Sorry, I was. I ran out of time. So I'll get it on your character sheet for next time. Okay. All right. But yeah, it's now three thirty-seven my time, and we started at one thirty my time. We can keep going, or we can stop here. It's up to you guys. Uh, we can keep going. So it depends on everybody else. Yeah, I'll let everybody make the decision. Fine. If we keep going, I'd like to take like five minutes. All right. I don't really have a whole heck of a lot more time. Okay, then we right. should probably just end it then. Yeah. And then we will wrap it up here. This is a good place to stop. Yeah, we're, so, yeah. we have a we have a goal. Yeah, uh, <laughs> as you guys are going through the the box of stuff, the planetar walks in. Is the uh, lady finished with you? Uh, I guess it would yeah. appear so. If you would like, I can take you to a place to rest, so you can prepare for whatever tasks she has provided you. Okay. We're gonna sneak past an army. A demon army. Oh, those. Yeah, I, I, I wondered why she didn't have us kill them. Oh, you could you could have just you, killed them. I mean, why we are could, we sneaking past them? We could go in and try to kill them. Some of us would die. I look. Um, I look back. I'm fairly confident that part of it is for her amusement. I. Yep. Probably. She is, she is an, a capricious and reckless deity. I mean, she threw the bird at a dragon. So. Yeah, but that worked. Yep. Mm. I mean, he didn't die. But does this mean that Fizzle mm-hmm. now understands the stuff that I was trying to communicate to him before? Yes, no? I'll ask him. Like, Fizzle, we're, we're good, right? Like, you understand what I was trying to keep. Because we're friends. That is correct. I don't want... I, I want to be me. The, I was just... It wanted to be my friend, too. And I want friends. Yeah, but it wants to eat you, not be friend. Not, like, the big thing. But, like, yeah. It will consume you from the inside. So not not like not like Verth ate me. Not or like Verth ate you. No, it would eat your personality hey. and you'd stop being. Hey, I have a question. And I direct that at um, 
oh gosh, what was his name? Harkin. Yeah. Um, do you know if there's anything that would keep that eye and hand from like talking to us? Hmm. He looks over at the box that you guys were just taking stuff out of. That would. Is it iron? Uh, it's made of a material that you do not have on your world. Ooh. Okay. How big is it? About hand size. <laughs> it's actually, it's a bit bigger than that. Yeah. It's, um, can I it, put. It'll fit, it'll fit in the bag of holding if that's what Yeah. That's yeah. what I wanted to know was, can I put them in the box and put the box in the bag? Yes. Cool. I mean, you can take it if you wish. I mean, she, God has gave it to you. I'm going to do that. Okay. As you take them out to put them in the box, there is a moment of unbelievable pressure on your head. But the planetar does something with his hand, and it's like you're wrapped in golden fire that keeps it from getting into your head. I stuff them in the box and shut the lid. Okay. And once you shut the lid, there's a momentary quiet, no! and then the box is closed. <sighs> Thank you. I would get that away from here as quick as you can. Yeah, I'm going to just stuff it in the bag here. Stuff oh, it in the bag. Interesting. What? I just had a really random thought. Um, I'll save it for next time because I think it's going to be a cool epiphany moment. Okay. Or I'll tell you, I'll tell you guys when we're done recording. Okay. <laughs> well, he, if you follow me, and he walks down, like, basically towards the end of the place and out of the, the quote-unquote temple or whatever you want to call it. And there's like pavilions. They're made out of like like light, kind of like the dome, but much fancier, and made out of like seething golden and silver light. And he like there's one for each of you. Pretty. Oh. Can I be big enough so I can hang out with bubbles? <laughs> um, they do not have limitations of size inside them. Yay! I did promise I was going to take care of bubbles, so I'm going to keep taking care of bubbles. Bubbles. And uh, as you guys each go off to get rest for the night, um, Amadeo, when you go yes. into the tent, which is inside of it is a enormous, and then you're like, what? This is a dwarven hearth, just like the one when I was a kid. And I know this place. As you walk in, the uh, you see, like you're sitting in a chair, except this time dwarf-sized, the same dwarf that you were talking to in the temple. And she's like, you and I need to have a few words. I've and been waiting for this. That's when we're stopping. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so that's the session. Very well done. I missed these Yay. guys. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. This place is so weird. This is, I got to tell you up front, um, that whole bit with, with Mitch and Earth, <laughs> that was completely ad-libbed. I had no idea that was going to happen when he's like, we could make friends. I'm like, all right, let him try. Yeah. <laughs> you'll find out later what happened uh what what the decision was there but i've very rarely have people attempted to turn the great chaos bringer of my campaign <laughs> into their buddy but i guess i should have seen that coming i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. mitch has been yeah, pretty really consistent in that since the that. beginning he's yeah just, yeah he's been trying to make friends with giant monsters since the start yeah so yeah so that's the the question that i have is since Mitch now understands or is speaking. Does that mean that he understands much more? Because because wasn't that the whole Kanku thing? They have to hear it. We, we have to hear Mitch, it to say it. But I he think can he understand. understands. Yeah, he understands fine. It's just a matter of yeah, him he always understood you. He just didn't care. And and it's not gonna. This is gonna wear off. Yeah, this is not gonna be here for next session. 
Like, uh, okay, so, so it's not like no. he's suddenly able to communicate a little one better the, than... Yeah, one of the great almost gods of the Pantheon, like a, a, a Planetar and a Solar, they are extremely powerful beings. They're, they're basically, it, like, if you think about the old terms of, like, what Archangels were, they're kind of the equivalent yeah. there. She, he did not feel like dealing with it, so he just made it go away so he could just talk to you. Like if, if any of the others of you had been Kenku with the same problem, he would have taken it off you too, just because he did not feel like waiting for you to try to pantomime out what he was saying. As effective as that was, I'm still, yeah, I oh, mean it's the same building, like, holy cow. I have such high modifiers on performance, performance persuasion, yeah. plate of hand, and stealth. It is just ridiculous. But yeah, for the people listening at home, that's been the, the session. Thank you guys for listening with us. Uh, thanks to everybody here who played for coming back and playing in the campaign. Uh, I think we've got like four or five more of these to go. Uh, we'll see. It could go quicker. It depends on what people decide to do. Yeah. Or if they get Verth to join their side, which would definitely <laughs> short, get rid of one of the fights we were going to do. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyone want to say anything before we leave? This is uh, a lot of fun. And thank you. Thank you. And keep uh, keep tuned. We're going to have more uh, than just uh, the D&D sessions planned. Uh, again, if you haven't been listening to the Tavern Watch uh, stuff, uh, you might want to go back and do so. First episode was really great. Second episode was with uh, Brennan Conway, and we have more exciting tabletop content uh, scheduled or planned for uh, the Tavern Watch podcast as well. Uh, but thank you for your continued support so that we can do shows like this and uh, and Tavern Watch and keep them going because it's always fun, especially getting Mitch to an agent of chaos. And I love it so much. Yeah, that's basically been the show, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And thanks to you to all the players for playing. And thank you to me for not panicking because I managed to not panic. <laughs> you didn't panic. You did well. Take it easy, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.